I'm Jordan. And I'm Donnie. And this is a podcast about the stuff in our New York City apartment. How we find it. Where we put it. And why we're into it. Welcome to Apartment 26. We're back for a long promised episode about upgrading our bed. Yeah, bedroom 2.0 or bed 2.0. I feel like the whole bedroom is different, but really when you think about it, it's just because everything about the bed changed. It is the bedroom. That it's is like true. The bed's room, yeah. When people talk about like how to start decorating, they always say pick one main piece of furniture in the room so for the living room it's like pick the couch and then Mm -hmm. decorate around that and for the bedroom it's obviously the bed it's cool never heard of that yeah so it makes sense that like everything felt like it changed but really the decision was based upon the fact that we had a full-size bed Mm -hmm. and i've had a full-size bed for about 20 years now i would say so this was my bed that I came here with mm-hmm. and all of the things for that bed. And we got a queen size bed, which is really exciting mm-hmm. because we needed one Yeah, to be adults. Being cramped. It was, yeah. But to rewind to the episode where we talked about small space style, <laughs> one of Whitney Lee Morris's <laughs> tips was if you can keep a full size bed mm. and... I wanted to bring that up just because I feel like our bedroom looked like a big bedroom when it had a full-size bed in it. And now that we've made this upgrade, it looks like a normal-size bedroom. Mm, It's pretty true. And that's okay for us. It was a compromise we were willing to make because the queen-size bed has really changed a lot of things for us in a positive way. Mm -hmm. But that tip is true. If you can hold on to a full-size bed, it does make your room look bigger. Yeah, that makes sense. But for us, I think this was the right choice. Mm -hmm. But getting a full-size bed meant that basically everything had to change. Because for 20 years, I had had full-size bed linens and full-size bed frames and full-size bed headboards and all of the things that fit that bed. And now none of those things fit. (laughs) And as we've talked about, we kind of tried to sell everything we could. And that process is finally moving in the right direction (laughs) so now we can photograph the bedroom yeah yeah sold our bed frame to a very nice mom who wanted it for her daughter so all's well that ends well all things live on for the fact that we have our headboard sitting in the living room that's true in the hallway everyone out there is looking for an indigo custom headboard hit us up on Offer up Facebook Marketplace, Craigslist, App Deco, literally any platform where you can sell something on the internet. Yeah, maybe soon to be eBay if I sit down and do that research. <laughs> and I'm pretty close to doing it, figuring out how effective, how to effectively ship furniture. It might happen. I don't know. We'll report back on that. It's an episode for another day. Yeah, it's probably be like a whole episode if I go down that rabbit hole. Yeah. But we actually wanted... A bigger mattress, but the same mattress. Mm -hmm. Because when I moved here, I just kind of purchased the cheapest memory foam mattress I could get my hands on that didn't look like crap. 
And it turned out that that was actually a pretty nice mattress that we really like. Yeah. And so the idea was literally just to get the same thing, but bigger. Upgrade. Yeah. And I'll link everything in the show notes. Uh, I believe it's a Sleep Innovations Shiloh mattress, which I found out by literally lifting up the old mattress, finding the serial number, and Googling it. Because I didn't have any of the documentation for purchasing that first mattress. No provenance? No, there was no provenance. I remember buying it from Overstock.com, and this time we ended up getting it from Amazon, just because that's where they were being distributed now. Mm. I purchased the last one five years ago, so it was long in the past of my email. Yeah. And... Actually, I'm pretty sure, though, that now the queen-size mattress cost us less than what I paid for the full-size mattress. I was ready to spend a good amount of money on the queen-size mattress, and mm-hmm. it ended up being about 300 bucks, right? Yeah. I don't remember. And interestingly... <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <clears throat> um, the price swung a lot on Amazon at the time that we were looking at it. It was 300 and that was a really good price for us. And then I went back a few weeks later into Amazon and saw randomly that the price had gone up. Wow. So I would say if other people are looking for a memory foam mattress and like this and click on the link and it's like a little more expensive, maybe wait on it a few weeks to see if the price shifts. It's like the stock market of memory foam mattresses. <laughs> It's interesting. I didn't know that things changed price on Amazon as much as they did, but I think it was about 400 by the time I got back there. Wow. So, yeah, it worth thinking about and maybe sitting on for a little bit. But $300 for a memory foam mattress is a really good price. This one is particularly firm, which is something we like, mm-hmm. but look out for that if that's not your thing. It's kind of risky to buy a mattress online. Mm-hmm. We did it this time because we knew we liked this mattress. Mm -hmm. And I did it the first time because I didn't care because I just needed a mattress. Right. But I know a lot of people who probably wouldn't have done that. And I don't really know what to tell you, you know? Like, it has worked out for me. But if we got that mattress and we didn't like it, I don't really know what we would have done. Because we would have, like, inflated it and needed to send it back. But it, like, wouldn't fit back in the box, you know? Yeah, it's true. I guess I guess you can probably still send it out. You'd have to read the fine print. Yeah, definitely a risk. Would think about it before doing it, but this mattress has worked for us, and we really like it, so it worked out. Yeah. And memory foam mattresses, for people who don't know, come in, like, tinier boxes than you would imagine a mattress will come in, and then you cut, it op- cut open the plastic, and it basically, like absorbs air and becomes becomes a full-size mattress yeah which is kind of fun yeah we got it and we inflated it and they tell you to wait 24 hours before sleeping on it so we had a mattress in the living room for a little bit but Mm -hmm. that worked out yeah yeah that's fine we also got a new bed frame and as we kind of talked about in the headboard episode we weren't finding like the aesthetic that we were going for right away but we knew we were ready to make the bed upgrade Mm -hmm. so we got a pretty utilitarian bed frame that we could put a headboard on i found this bed frame recommended on buzzfeed (laughs) and it seemed like crazy to me um i think we ended up paying 90 
for the bed frame. Again, uh, something that the price changes on Amazon because I saw actually that the price for this had gone down on Amazon. Bastards. But not as much as the price for the mattress had gone up. Ah. So I felt like we got a deal. Yeah. But it's a bed frame not manufactured by Amazon, but the Amazon like calls an Amazon home product. Mm. So it's basically their like generic brand bed frame. And it's really strange because it's very cheap. It's a platform bed frame, which is something that we really wanted because we use the underbed storage. Mm-hmm. And it's just black metal and it comes out of the box in two pieces. You kind of like shake it out, secure the legs and go. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty uh pretty easy. It's one of those things that seems like it shouldn't be that easy to be like weight bearing, but it is actually that easy. Well, that was the thing. BuzzFeed was like Everyone who reviews this product loves this product, even though it doesn't make any sense. And so I read that BuzzFeed article, and then I read the actual reviews on Amazon, and there are thousands of them. And everyone was really stoked on it and was like, this was super cheap and super easy to put together and holds weight. And if you go through the... (laughs) And will not collapse on you. (laughs) If you go through all the Amazon reviews, a lot of people will specify how much weight, not only in pounds, but also in like what sort of increments. So like me, my partner and our two pit bulls or like, (laughs) you know, um, (laughs) essentially. Yeah. So I felt pretty good about trying it because so many people on the internet were about it. And also it was so cheap that it was like, what does it even matter? Yeah. Um, but this was the debacle where FedEx came and delivered the mattress, but UPS had not come to deliver uh, the bed frame. Yeah, this is bad. I forgot about this. Yeah. Mm. I don't know that it was as bad as I was making it seem because I was freaking out. Yeah, you're pretty upset. Because we had the mattress and we had like disassembled all of our other bed stuff for the full-size bed because the queen-size mattress wasn't going to fit on our full-size bed frame. Mm -hmm. And there was no bed frame for the queen-size mattress. And one of the things in the instructions for the bed and why mattresses come with instructions, I'm not sure, but was like, you don't really want to put this directly on the floor. And we saw why when we slept on it directly on the floor because it's a memory foam mattress. It became so, so firm when we put it on the floor. It was so uncomfortable. And yeah, yeah, it was really stressful. We missed Fed or we missed UPS like three times in a row. Yeah, and know about the discomfort. As someone who likes to camp and backpack, it wasn't like ground sleeping or like sleeping pad sleeping. It was weird. Imagine like a statue that would give enough for you to sink into it, but then you hit all the hard marble like <laughs> contours of the statue after it had sunk a little bit. It was very unpleasant. Yeah, so I would not recommend not having a bed frame with a memory foam mattress. This isn't the sort of mattress you could just like throw on the floor and make happen. Hmm. Luckily, UPS did show up before I returned the bed frame, <laughs> and we got it, and we put it together, and I've been really pleased with it so far. It doesn't make noise. It doesn't change shape in any way that would make me feel unsafe. It really is just very easy. Yeah, it feels weird that... After giving that description and thinking back, it feels weird that having a memory foam mattress on the floor causes it to react in such a way that it really needs a frame. I think the frame allows it some give. When you put pressure onto it, it allows the bed to kind of like 
change shape a little bit. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Maybe we should fact check that. Yeah, I can put that in the show notes as well. Yeah, we'll do some research. But now it's really nice. We also knew that because we were buying the kind of utilitarian, just black metal bed frame, we wanted to cover that as well. So we can talk about that in a little bit. Um, so the aesthetic, it was, we weren't in it for the aesthetic on this part of the situation, but it ended up being very utilitarian. We have a lot of space underneath it. I also felt once we got the bed frame that we were really close to the ceiling. Mm-hmm. The bed is now 27 inches off the ground, which doesn't sound like a lot, but was more than our full-size bed. Noticeably so. Yeah. But now that I'm used to it, I feel like the scale is okay in there. The first time we put the mattress on the bed frame, I was like, oh my god, it's so high. We have this like freakishly tall bed in this otherwise normal-sized room. What are we going to do? <laughs> We've created a monster. Kind of, yeah, because we got the 12 inch thick mattress as well, which is more than our previous one. Hmm. Really, like, sprung for the nice shit there. Yeah, we just took some good use to, though. Now, like, now they're going to probably feel low. Be like, what are we doing? That's true. Maybe just every other bed we'll ever sleep in will be, like, sad and near the ground. Yeah, it's a dark thought. The other thing we did. Because we're in this whole weird, like, eco moment of our lives. Was that we had our old mattress recycled. Mm -hmm. And I'll put the company in the show notes as well. I don't remember what they were called off the top of my head. And this is is obviously a New York City-specific thing, though you can probably look up ones in your area. Basically... Mattresses account for a ton of landfill waste because they're just really big. Boo, landfill waste. Yeah, bummer. And so we wanted to not just throw our mattress on the curb. That's not to say that I've never thrown a mattress on the curb. Definitely have. Not a good person because of this. Ha! But... (laughs) Does not forgive past transgressions. So I started looking into places that would come take your mattress away for you, essentially. And... If you have an Innerspring mattress, that seems like something you should definitely do because I called them and talked to them about it. And basically, if you have an Innerspring mattress, they will strip away all of the fabric part and they will actually recycle the inner springs, which can go to like aluminum dealers, and then they'll recycle all the wood that makes up the frame of the mattress. Hmm. So there are a lot of recyclable pieces of an inner spring mattress. It was a little less clear on the memory foam mattress, so I don't know if we just kind of paid someone to take our mattress away, <laughs> or if there are a lot of parts of a memory foam mattress that could be reused. But when I asked, do you recycle memory foam mattresses, they said yes. They take all the memory, and they put in this memory bank with this really old man lives and keeps track of them for the entire community that would be really creepy isn't that the giver yeah that is the giver which is really creepy yeah yeah anyway it cost like 90 bucks right it did cost us 90 dollars because we were furthest away from them there were different pickup zones and we were Uh... in the furthest away pickup zone because they're in long island city hmm But someone came to our door at the time they said they would, and they took our mattress away, and I paid them, and that was it. So I feel pretty good about it on the whole, and I feel like I did the best I possibly could to have that mattress not end up in a landfill. Because, I mean, I had slept on it for five years. I didn't really feel good selling it to someone on Craigslist. Yeah. So this seemed like the best situation for it. 
Yeah. Then we had to buy all new linens mm. for it. I get my sheets from Target because I love Jersey sheets. <laughs> and I refuse to be dissuaded otherwise. And Target has the cheapest Jersey sheets on the market. They're like $25. I think they're 35 when you have the queen size ones. And that was the thing for me about upgrading the size of the bed is suddenly we needed like all the stuff that was more expensive. They feel really big now when <laughs> we like put them in the wash and fold them. Everything feels... Yeah, they do feel kind of big actually. On a monster scale. Mm. But yeah, I guess I can link the sheets um, from Target. That wasn't something that I looked for. It's just I buy the same sheets all the time anyway. So I just bought the bigger size of them. You gotta know what you like. Yeah. It's true. Mm. But we did spend a long time looking for the duvet cover because we had already painted. Mm -hmm. So we knew that there was going to be a new sort of color scheme in that room. But we didn't really know exactly what we wanted. Mm -hmm. Turns out, fun fact, I had actually pinned this duvet cover long before seeing it on the website. I had just liked it and been like, oh, that's nice. So I was looking around for a while and I found this duvet cover on Urban Outfitters that I really liked. And like I always do when I find something on the Urban Outfitters website, I try really hard not to buy it. Mm. <laughs> because it was $185, which was more than I wanted to spend for a duvet cover. Because kind of in the same vein as the headboard, a duvet cover is nice because you can switch it out if your style changes and the comforter stays the same and it's sort of a lower investment. So $185 is not a lower investment, you know? <laughs> and I looked at a lot of places. I looked at Target. I looked at Wayfair. I looked at Overstock. I had a couple options from Overstock that I showed you that could have been nice. Mm -hmm. But we were trying to work in this new color scheme at, that we really weren't sure about at this stage. We didn't really know No what real to idea. Do. No thought. And interestingly, <laughs> I don't often look for neutral things. I feel like my search criteria is never like white <laughs> and I didn't really know if we could handle a neutral colored comforter. Like I wouldn't wear white pants, you know, <laughs> it just seems like a recipe for disaster. <laughs> but I ended up really liking the duvet from Urban Outfitters and if they're still selling it, I'll link it in the show notes and obviously there will be pics of it because it was just really neutral and that seemed to be what the room needed based on all of the other stuff that was going on yeah i honestly don't even really remember the other ones this one was kind of ahead of the field a lot of the other ones i was looking at were gray mm. and i think that would have been fine but it would have made everything in the room cooler yeah and so the fact that we went for this kind of like I don't know why I want to call it oatmeal because that makes it sound gross <laughs> and lumpy, but this like um, really neutral colored uh, one, one minute oat duvet. Um, I don't know. It makes it kind of like warm in a nice way, I think. And it goes with the walls really nicely. Yeah. And that's what I was trying to do, I guess. Other pro tip that I learned from Young House Love is if you want your bed to look like really fluffy, you should go up a size in your comforter and duvet. So we have a queen size bed with a king size comforter and duvet on it. And the reason we did that was because we knew we wanted to cover the bed frame. Mm -hmm. 
and I hate bed skirts. We've talked many times about how I hate bed skirts. Mm -hmm. So I wanted the comforter and duvet to be big enough that they kind of fell over the sides and hid the bed frame. And I would say it's not as oversized as I thought it was going to be. I think something that happens with memory foam mattresses is because they inflate, they can get to be a little bigger Mm. than necessarily a standard size bed would because they just kind of take in air. But I think it covers the bed frame very adequately, and I don't really even notice the bed frame when I look at it. Yeah, and neither do I really. Yeah, like I, I think not to harp on bed skirt hatred, but I think if you were to do this oversized look with a bed skirt, it would look messy or like too big. But because we don't have that, that's just kind of nice. The overhang makes sense. It all blends together. Yeah, looks I don't know lush, luxurious not necessarily in a bougie way it's just like all flowy like inviting fluffy like you said well i think that's also because of our comforter and i had never purchased a proper duvet insert comforter before Mm. we had a duvet cover but Mm. it was just over like this target comforter that i had in college And that was fine for that, but we were buying a bigger, obviously, comforter, and so Mm -hmm. we were looking at a bunch of different options. And then my friend was like, because I've been talking to basically everyone about all of this weird eco stuff that we're doing, my friend was like, oh, hey, have you heard of Buffy? And sent me this link. Ah, yes, Buffy. Yeah. And this is a company that's making comforters that are slightly more sustainable they are recycled water bottles rather than new oil turned into new plastic to become the comforter yeah so these are recycled also rather than having a cotton exterior as we've talked about cotton has all of those problems with pesticides as well as water usage Mm -hmm. it's a eucalyptus exterior which Mm. is a slightly more sustainable product and also very soft yeah it is very soft also they sent us that face mask. That's true. There were some freebies in the box as well. They sent us this, like, um... I guess not a... Like, a face mask is, like, what you rub on your face. But what do you call... It was, like, an eye mask. Like, one of those sleeping masks that um, covers your eyes while you sleep to yeah. block out light. And it was also, like, an aromatherapy mask. It had the lavender in it, which yeah. was nice. Yeah, there was a lot going on. We experimented with that for a minute. I, I couldn't hang with the aromatherapy thing. I didn't mind the blocking out the light, but it kind of left a cooling sensation on your eyes, which at first was nice, but over an extended period of time, kind of irritated me, not in like an allergic reaction way, like not a skin irritation, just like got bothersome, I would say. You liked it though. You were into it for a minute. I've just never really worn one. Mm -hmm. And so it was like a weird change of routine to wear it, I think. And so I just stopped. But I didn't have beef with it. I I liked the way it smelled. Yeah, we ended up just donating it. But for a a couple weeks there, we were trying it on back and forth. We were like, oh, this. Well, maybe tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so we did decide to try this. Our thinking, it was $190 Mm. for... The king size comforter, which was more than all of the other ones we were looking at. But our thinking was like if we had paid $90 to have the mattress trucked away, we might as well not do that in vain by just like covering ourselves in petroleum. Yeah, you can't just half ass it. Yeah. You either got to save the world or you don't, you know? Fucking <laughs> like no two ways about it. And we did get a couple of deals. We um, 
bought it with our like ten dollar off first time buyer coupon Mm -hmm. we bought it um on a thanksgiving sale oh yeah we did i forgot about that yeah so i think we saved about 30 bucks which was pretty good i thought and they're one of those companies that will allow you to do a 30-day trial so you actually don't get billed until 30 days after you receive it and if in that time you decide you want to send it back you can do that nice i don't know if i knew that if i did maybe i forgot that's nice yeah because i guess I didn't know this. Comforters have different like weights for how warm they're going to be. Mm. And a lot of them are quote unquote all weather. But, you know, if that's not your all weather, you feel like it's too hot or too cold, you could be disappointed. Right. We were not disappointed. This shit is so nice. And again, maybe it's just because I've never had a real one before. But like, it's really fluffy and luxurious looking and feeling like you can feel how fluffy it is when you're under it yeah it's a good one yeah i feel really i don't even remember how much it costs i'm <laughs> just like pleased that we own it so yeah for both its ego aspects and its usefulness yeah good work buffy really about it keep slaying those vampires <laughs> something that harkens back to our patience heart <laughs> episode is that your dresser, which we've talked about before that we got from Housing Works and yep. that we painted, was painted before we painted the walls. Uh-huh. And it kind of didn't really match anymore. And I didn't really know what I was going to do about that. Mm. But then we got the duvet in and started putting everything back together after the bed upgrade. And I realized that the accent color of the dresser really nicely matches the accent color of the duvet. And now I feel like those two pieces kind of tie into each other and I don't feel like we need to change the dresser. Yeah, no. So that was really exciting because just like waiting and not having this knee jerk, I need to paint this right now sort of reaction really meant that we could have this happen. Now I don't have to do anything, which is exciting. Score. Score. Speaking of scores. We also... Oh, source. <laughs> <laughs> the headboard is a score. The headboard was a score. And if you didn't hear about that, you can hear about that in the Headboard Adventures episode. So I'm not going to talk too much about it here. Right. But we found it at Dobbin Street Co-op, which is a vintage store in Brooklyn. Bought it via DM, went down there, brought it back here, attached it to our Amazon bed frame. (laughs) Not vintage. Not vintage. And went about our merry way. And that worked out really nicely, as you've seen in show notes pictures. Mm -hmm. Pink shams. Yeah. And the other thing is, I think maybe the pink shams work now. Well, I mean, yeah. I've never had as much beef with them as you have. so. That's true. But I'm not upset by them anymore i think with all of this stuff together and again good that i waited and didn't, powers combined like make a knee-jerk decision to throw them away or something <laughs> burn them <laughs> <laughs> i think that everything has kind of come together nicely and all our throw pillow situation is really good with what we have going on yeah i mean agreed i never had that much of a problem with them in the space post paint post headboard post everything Yeah, I would say the headboard really tied that together for us because even with the comforter and the duvet and everything, it 
was on shaky footing for me. I didn't know entirely that it was going to come together. Mm-hmm. And it did, which was nice. Well, we did shake up the gallery wall. Yeah. A little bit, but that was when we painted. I don't know if that counts entirely, but uh, we... You added a wreath. I did. I made a paper flower wreath at a craft class, and I put the wreath up. I like when gallery walls are in flux, you know, when at any time you could find a new piece and add to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ours is growing, I would say. Just kind of a fun thing. It's just like, it's there. We got space. It looks complete as is, I think, but it also has room to grow, which is nice. So if we find a piece that works well, we can snag it. Or if we come across a piece that we can shop in our own apartment with, uh, we can move it over. It just has some flexibility in that way, which is nice. Yeah. And now kind of the last outstanding thing is the side table that I decoupaged a long time ago. It was my first decoupage project. Mm. And it really doesn't match anymore, I don't think. It was based on the indigo headboard that we had previously Mm. and based on the space being white and bringing a lot of color into the space and based on that rug that we sold. Ah, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So basically just all things we don't have anymore. <laughs> and I think feasibly I could rip the paper off and well. re-decoupage it. Mm-hmm. And this was a trash table as well. We found it on the side of the road in Bushwick. So it's not that it's precious in any way. But I don't know. There's something about it. Like I liked that project and I liked the way it turned out. And so I'm hesitant to undo what I've done because I like it as an individual piece. I just don't know that it goes there anymore. And we did try to shop the apartment with it a little bit and move it around, but really it's a very hefty size ta- side table size. Yeah, those little curls on the end really make it difficult. Yeah. It's like, I think, I don't know if you've taken pictures of it, but I'm sure you'll take one for this. But you'll see, it doesn't have uh, like flat edges like a table. They kind of curl, and for that reason... I mean, they don't kind of curl. They, in fact, totally curl. So for that reason, you can't fit it snugly against the wall. Because even going, I guess, horizontally, so to speak, like on the longer edges, those have like little rounded nubs that come Mm -hmm. off the curl part. So even that won't fit snugly. I've said snugly maybe more times in this one little description that I have. Ever in your life. Yeah. It's a weird word. Snugly. Anyway, it won't really fit snugly anywhere, which is problemat- problematic for our space because some of ha- some like or a component of having a small space and fitting things is fitting them neatly and snugly into corners. And this table won't really do that. I would say also it's very functional as a side table there, so mm-hmm. to move it would remove function from that room. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe Fair. I'll put a poll in Insta Stories or something, and people can tell me whether it needs to be redecoupaged or not. Wow. It's something that I've really been sitting on and having patience with, and just kind of doing nothing about until I feel like it needs to be done. Something Young House Love also says is that you should sit on projects until you're so irritated by not doing them that you feel the impetus to do them. And I feel like that's a good rule of thumb sometimes. Like I wouldn't want to rip all this up and then change everything and then be like, oh, I actually really liked that. Hmm. So. Undo. Undo. <laughs> so we'll have the internet tell us what the right thing to do is. <laughs> 
Thanks for listening to this episode of Apartment 26. For more info on the stuff we talk about on this episode, check out the show notes linked below. And follow us on Instagram at apt26podcast. See you next time.